The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 ho. Hi. That's how we say hi now. Howdy, 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 hey. Hey, howdy, 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 ho. Howdy, howdy, ha. Ho. Howdy, howdy, ho. Okay, we're done now, right? That could be a full 30 minutes. Yeah. Easily, and I don't mind. Do you mind? I don't no. Mind. No, only if we, like, dance. Howdy, 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 ho. Remember that song? Maybe. You don't remember? Howdy, 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 ho. Howdy, 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 ho. Sure. Howdy, yeah. howdy. I don't know where it's from. It's, I think it's from a movie or a series of movies. Probably. I don't know. Anyway. Yep. Hi, welcome to episode 56. Of The, the Baby, Baby Lambs. Lambs. Look at us. We've gotten better. We're so in sync. I don't know. Yeah. I was going to be like, Backstreet's back. <laughs> That's not in sync. Can you try to say Backstreet's back? Backstreet's back. All right. Gabe's going to wake up. It, he's going to. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. So, th- when this airs, what day is it? It's February 8th. Yeah. Which is a f- which is Friday, guys. So, this is the last day of the week. You must be so thrilled. So excited. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any big plans. Do you have big plans? We have plans. Yeah, we have big plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are our plans? Oh, you and I are going to Brew Miami. Yes, at FIU. Mm-hmm. Florida International University. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of vendors and stuff, and they're going to have some beer and, and food and such. Yes, that's on Saturday, February 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be posting about it on our social media, so at this point, you should have already been seeing us saying that we're going to be there. Yeah, so, like, follow us and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know, if you know who we are, you can come by and wave or, yep. you know, just don't kill us. Or not. No. Or just, like, look at us, acknowledge us, and keep going. That Whatever you decide is perfectly fine with us. Yeah. We're just going to be there having some beers. And supporting our friends. Yes. Yes. Like Thirsty Samurai. He's going to be there with Little Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> and they're going to be judges for the uh, beer and food competitions, mm-hmm. respectively. Mm-hmm. So that's... Pretty cool. That's exciting. Yeah, it's good. To, mm-hmm. It's good to support friends. Friends who support friends are good friends. Yep, friends, um, especially when there's beer and Hell yeah. food. That helps. Oh God, Leela. It's fine. Let her go. Yeah, I yeah. Got it. Well, well, there we are. You just felt a whoosh of her tail. Mm-hmm. So, what are we talking about today? Tonight we are talking about Russian Doll on Netflix. Ooh, that's Natasha Le- Le- Leon. Yeah. Natasha Leon uh, Netflix show, right? Yes. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty fun. That was a good time. That's what I did during the Super Bowl. That's not what I did during the Super Bowl. I watched it between yesterday and today, and I literally just finished it. Yeah, you did, right on my couch. Mm-hmm. The yeah. last ten minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, well, the, so, Russian Bail. Doll, <laughs> Russian Doll is about, uh, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. But but with death. Mm-hmm. And Natasha Leon is the lead in that. And uh, basically she keeps... Basically she uh, awakes... She awakens on her birthday, her 36th birthday. Mm-hmm. And she um, dies mm-hmm. in her... On her birthday. Yep. And she revives back in time, like at the at a particular part of... Point in her birthday. Yep. And she just keeps reliving the same sort of loop, um, you know, changing subtle things here and there to try yeah. to figure out why she 
is just either not dying fully or not surviving her birthday. Yeah. So, like, sometimes she'll make it to the next day, like, so, like, afternoon. But she never makes it more than one day after her birthday. Yeah. She, like, keeps dying. She dies in different ways. She tries to, like, save different people or prevent certain things from happening that can ultimately lead to her death. Mm-hmm. Um, is she successful, actually? I can't. I can't say. I don't want to ruin the, the, the fun for people. Well, in terms of, like, does she succeed in a lot of these uh, delays of death? No, no, no. She dies every time. Yeah, every she time. dies every time. It's great. And all in all sorts of ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. But then what happens? Uh, well... Does she meet anyone? Are there love interests? What's the deal? Well, kind of. There's, like... There, there is a recurring, like, love guy, like, a love interest who, like, you get introduced to and you kind of think is going to get somewhere in the story, but, like, really doesn't, um, which I find, which I thought was, like, a really interesting device used mm-hmm. in the show because it kind of felt like, oh, maybe, yes, you know, maybe it has something to do with her lack of ability to fall in love or, mm-hmm. or to commit, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe that's what's tied to all of this, but it's not really that at all. Yeah. Um, but there is a love interest, but she does end up meeting another person stuck in a loop. Yep. Yeah. And his name is Alan. Mm-hmm. And he is played by... I think his name is Charlie Barnett. Charlie Barnett. Yeah. Okay. Well, Alan is also in his own loop, except he doesn't recall for a while how he died the first time. Yep. Whereas she does, she gets hit by a car. Um... So they sort of, like, work together Mm -hmm. to go through their respective, like, Groundhog Day and try to figure out what is making it better. And every time she makes, like, a subtle change in her day or a subtle change in her life, it starts to affect little things. It starts to affect her her birthday party. It starts to affect the, like, people who are in attendance. It starts to affect um, the way that people... You know, like like what people what people end up coming to the party and what people don't mm-hmm. like, like certain little subtle things start to happen, which is really cute. Um, and he, Alan, has his own story. Like he keeps waking up on the, on yes, the day that he dies, but it's essentially the day that his uh, girlfriend, his longtime girlfriend, mm-hmm. rejects him. Yeah, his rejects his proposal, um, and he. Well, not quite. No, because he doesn't end up proposing. It's either. because they're supposed to go on vacation, so he goes over the night before, mm-hmm. and like she's breaking up with him. Like initially, that's what catapults him. Um, like his first death. Yes. Basically. Yes. Um, but it was his intention to propose to her. Mm-hmm. So he has like a ring and stuff, and like. The ring at some point sort of disappears mm-hmm. in the narrative, and like random little objects sort of disappear. So it's kind of like this space time, mm-hmm. you know, thing. You know what it really? You know what it's kind of reminded me of? Tell me. Um, like a bunch of video games I've played. Ah. It kind of reminded me of Catherine, because oh. in Catherine there's like this. Uh, reliving of the same day or the the same moments and you like but but it has like a whole dream aspect Mm -hmm. to it um it also reminded me a little bit of uh, Majora's Mask uh 
you know, because, like, who wants to relive the same three days over and over no and one. over again? Not me. Um, but, yeah. You know, this is, like, the first time that I've seen Natasha Leon in a long time be, like, the primary lead in something. Mm-hmm. You know, with respect to, like, Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. And, like, you know, she's had a lot of other, like, side key characters. And she always tends to play, like... A very similar character, yeah. you know, which you can identify as. I don't know if that was much closer to who she is or not, mm-hmm. but it was really nice to see her be vulnerable yet still be really, really like herself. Like mm-hmm. she's still pretty tough and still very caring and still very New York. It's a very New York yeah, story. I love that. Like every character she plays yeah. is very much a New Yorker. Yes, and especially like the older she gets. That character is intrinsically, like, a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoy, like, if I can think of, like, a recent comparison of her um, in a, as a character, is her in Orange is the New Black, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, not only is she very much a New Yorker, but, like, a person that has gone through, through therapy mm-hmm. or has done, like, work within herself... To just be able to, like, go down to that cathartic, like, raw level of, like, I'm a shitty human being. Mm-hmm. And I have a shitty past, but I, I don't need to talk to you about it. Right. And it doesn't change, like, and I'm, and I can, and I'm good to the people that I love. Yeah. You know? Um, which, speaking of Orange is the New Black, we see um, Daya. Yeah. She's in it. She plays um, Alice. Beatrice. Yeah, she plays Beatrice, who's Alan's uh, uh, ex-girlfriend or girlfriend or, you know. Yeah. Um, and she plays, it plays like, such a very, like, professional version of... A very mild-mannered version... Yeah. Of, ...of a person, which is nice to see her do. Yeah. It, it actually kind of made me sort of almost relate to her character really well because... You don't know exactly what it is that she's doing, but you know that she's going to school yeah. to, like, earn her, her PhD. PhD. In and English literature. In English literature. So that she's going to make no money. Yep. Um, no offense to those who have PhDs. And, and, uh, but I hope that. y'all are making some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was cute to see her, like, in pearls and, like, in, like, you know, like, yeah. these professional blouses that I know that you can get at, like, Ann Taylor Loft. Yeah. You know? But, um, and... But she played a really key role. There was a lot of great symbolism. There was a lot of great, um, like, references to certain, like, pieces of literature. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of great symbolism, I feel, too. Like, toward the end mm-hmm. with that, you know, parade. Not to yeah. give away too much, but there's, like, a death parade mm-hmm. that takes yeah, place. Because you don't really know what day it is. Like, you know it's her birthday, but you don't know what day in the calendar year yeah and so like at the end you find out and then it makes sense that as it. to what the parade is mm-hmm. um hmm. i i love the mike character mm-hmm. um i because he's technically our villain right like he mm-hmm. takes on a lot of, like, many forms in the show. Yeah. Right? Because at the beginning, he is someone that she, like, she's a release for him. No, wait. 
He's a reduce for her. Yeah, you meet him in the beginning. If We may spoil a couple of things. Yeah. So... It's very difficult to speak in code. Yeah, yeah. It's very difficult. We may spoil some things. Yeah. So if you haven't... If you have an interest in watching the show and not having anything spoiled for you, you can stop here, yeah. watch the show, come back, and, and join us. Yeah. But if you don't give a shit, here, we're gonna go. So, you meet him in the first episode. She ends up, like, spending the night with him. Then, like... As the show progresses, like, sometimes she'll speak speak to him in the party. Other times she just ignores him. Then when Alan comes in the picture, she definitely ignores him. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, you find out that Beatrice is having an affair with him. So then he becomes a villain. Mm -hmm. Then there's, like, forgiveness that Alan has to do. Mm -hmm. Um... Then there's forgiveness that that man has to do to himself. Yeah, because even the way that he self-identifies is not as... He doesn't even play, like, a key role in his own life. Yeah. Like, he's not the he's star... He's a whole his... where a man should be. Yeah. That shit was, like... That was <gasps> deep. Oh, my God. It was deep. When he said it the first time, I was like, holy fuck. But it was interesting to see the like these series of flawed people, you know, and and you can be mad at Mike, but even even when you do meet him, mm-hmm. like even Mike is understanding of why this person is upset, but he's yeah. like, you know, you're she was upset for a long time, and and you get to know that Alan is also dealing with a lot of issues that he hasn't come to terms with. He mm-hmm. has a fear of going to see therapy, mm-hmm. to seek therapy. He doesn't believe in mental health. And and some things are just not explained. Yeah. Like, you're not fully... You feel like you don't really ever fully get to know Alan, which may be something that they'll address yeah. in the second season, if it has a second season, or if it's meant Maybe. to be a second season, or if it's um, just meant to be, like, a mini-degrees, or... I... You know, it's odd... I didn't feel like I because, needed it, though. Yeah, um... So, the he- the show does focus a lot on, like, mental health. To a certain degree, I think, like, it's not just because of Alan or because of Nadia or even Mike. I think, like, as a whole, it just shows you, like, the importance of being present and, like, forgiving yourself for a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um... You know, some people, like, when you're watching the show, you'll be like, oh, clearly, like, he need, like this person needs to see a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, they have a lot of work to do or whatever. And where was I going? I think, like, I feel like it was an interesting take on mental health. Yeah. Because of the way that you ultimately find out the way that Alan dies the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, spoiler, it's death by, by suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's treated, it's treated more in the way of, like, because of whatever happened that, like, they're able, to, that they got stuck in this loop, mm-hmm. he's able to fix that for himself, right? So, the hope is that as you go through these lives, you learn how to be a better person because... For them, they're together, right? Right. Um, so when you get to the end, like, hopefully he does th- seek therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, hopefully she, like, realizes that she doesn't have to be alone. Or she can forgive herself for what... 
or 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 learn to accept that thirties that because she has a whole like complejo yeah. with turning thirty six because her mother suf- suffered from some level of mental mm-hmm. like mental something and died at thirty six. Mm-hmm. So she, you can imagine, has lived her life up to this point. Yeah. Almost assuming she's going to die at 36. Mm-hmm. So for her to have died on her birthday is very significant, but also it's 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 all the more significant that she wakes up on that same day because now all of those feelings that she put away or put past her with regards to her mother that she felt like she never really needed to, you know, go through or yeah. unpack because she was quote unquote you know, superstitiously going to die at 36 anyway. Yeah. She was forced to confront. Yeah. And uh, it led her to, you know, embrace the people in her life a little bit more. Um, and I don't think it's... It, I don't think it's meant to be, like, ironic that the person who raises her and the person who she, like, regards as her mother figure is a therapist. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that she has a very key role in in kind of identifying what a mental health professional is in this world mm-hmm. and how she doesn't like to use terms. I mean, I'm, I know that no mental health professional likes to use terms like crazy or whatever, yeah. but she does take there she does provide like a level of like knowledge mm-hmm. to their instabilities when mm-hmm. she's in the picture. And I think that it's Fitting that, you know, she happens to become a victim that <coughs> results of, like, she's a victim of all of this over and over and over again in these different timelines. And when you think about it, with, with respect to Horsey, she's the only one who dies in multiple, yeah, in, in multiple scenarios. So, I don't know. Um, I really enjoyed it. I didn't walk into Russian Doll thinking anything because it kind of, like, came out like right on Sunday like it yeah. kind of came out like right on the Super Bowl and and I just saw Natasha Leone and I was like yep <laughs> sure yeah I mean I had been seeing the advertisement for it like an ad on Facebook or whatever but I didn't know when it was coming out like I, I figured it would be February because yeah that's how Netflix marketing works yeah. but I was like, oh, yeah, sure, like, I watched it, and then when you told me you saw it and it was good, I was like, okay, fine, so I might as well, because 30-minute episodes, eight episodes, that's nothing. Yeah, it's super digestible. Um, it, the show also, like, proves to me how much I enjoy New York, like, seeing New York in film yeah, and in TV. Um, but specifically through this lens of, like, self-deprecation. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you that don't really know me, my favorite director for a very long time was Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, that has had to shift, given, you know, the last five to seven years. Yeah. Um, and, like, watching this show, like, there was a lot of... You can, saw, you can see the influences... In the show, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like Woody Allen's work is very much part of that. Um, you know, it's like New York within the same five blocks. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time in the show, it's like the same five blocks. Mm-hmm. You interact with the same people every mm-hmm. episode. 
Um, there are very few changes that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the camera doesn't function in the same way. Mm-hmm. But, like, the parts of New York that you get are clearly the parts of New York that these characters enjoy. Yeah. And it's not necessarily, like... And for this yeah. this show, it's not a pretty like side of New York, you know. No, I think it's I think it's a it's like it like it's it's a nice little mini love letter, you know, because what you know Woody Allen's films have always been love letters to yeah. New York, you know, like he just finds the people and makes the story, but New York is a character in all of his movies, yeah. right? So, and I agree with you that this show does carry a lot of that, like where the city has its own influence. Excuse me? Oh, you don't agree? <laughs> you don't agree, Mommy? No? She's, like, on a whole other level. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. She's, like, just sick of it all. Come here. She's, like, fuck this podcast. <laughs> so, I love that the people that you're introduced to are mm-hmm. very of the city. Mm-hmm. And the people, like... And I think that's why the casting was, like spot on for 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 her yeah or maybe it was maybe it was a show that was written with her in mind i don't know but the way that she interacts with the people around her you know regardless of status Mm -hmm. like is all the same yeah and whenever she encounters a new person whether homeless or you know the guy working at the store ma'am can you please keep it down (laughs) ma'am <laughs> I swear, I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what she's barking at. Nothing. The ghost. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that. But anyway, it's a really good show. Be- you know, before I babble on and she starts to bark some more. Um. Speaking about her character. Mm-hmm. What I love too is that she, she has the fuck you attitude, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like. It's like, fuck you at first, and then she's like, she'll help you right after, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I just, it just worked for me. It's and like, her hair. I lo- fucking love her hair. I love her bangs. Mm-hmm. She could put off, pull off bangs. I know. I love that there was that interaction that she has in the last episode where she's going to Alan's apartment and that older man leaves oh, the building. Yeah. And that ba- that man is totally New York. Mm-hmm. That man, you could tell, was like, he spent all of his life... He was born and will die in the same building. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And and the way that he he talks to her, like, so familiarly, like, mm-hmm. so, like, like, you know, stop smoking, that's what killed my wife. And, and they have such a, like, tender moment where you know that it's, like, a little uncomfortable because it's still just a stranger. Yeah. And she's, like, uncomfortable, but she has a level of charm that carries her out of... Yeah. A lot of situations, and and it has just a soft, I don't know. Yeah, their give and take in that scene was really good. And I think that it was very telling of literally her relationship with everybody in the show. Like, she's very, like, she she's, she's like, very New York in the sense that she, like, has her walls up and she mm-hmm. uses her humor and her self-deprecating whatever or, like, just to, like, block it off and, like, kind of, like, push off the crazy or mm-hmm. whatever because it's true. You never know who's coming at you, right? But, you know, yeah, at the end, she will still help you at the end of the day. Yeah. 
I don't know. I I really I really liked I really liked the show, and I thought it was a really nice way to like spend the afternoon or to spend the day. Yeah. To get through them, they're pretty easy to digest. And and I know that we're reaching the end already, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe it's been twenty three minutes. Um, I just want to say that I really connected with Lizzie. Mm hmm. Um, I love that they had a period joke. They did. And it was very seamless. And I was like, yeah, this is something that I would. Ma'am! 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 Can Lila. you please keep it down? Lila, why? Thank you. I swear to God. Lila! What are you doing to us, woman? Come here. Come here. Eh, no! Come here. Um, what are you trying to prove? Yes. I'm so sorry. Unbelievable. The two of you. What was I saying? Oh. Ma'am. Ma'am. It just made me feel like that is something I would do. I'd be like, oh, I'm on my period. I have to go change my tampon. Bye. (laughs) And Um, wearing white overalls, which is very brave. Yo. Very brave. Her whole whole look was about it. Yeah. She was And Maxine with her sleeves. Mm -hmm. Girl. And her eye and this like eye thing. Bitch. like that blue yes. line and I'm like I keep seeing that I want to do that you could do it with your eyes you could do it with your eyes too you could do it with eyes I know I just don't want to <laughs> we're gonna do it we'll go to New York and I'll, I'll do I'll do purple you do green it'll be a great time or rather I'll do green and you do purple this purple pink. will look really nice huh I'm gonna do pink okay pink sounds good too so anyway, yeah, we're already toward the end. I can't believe it. And we only talked about one show, which is surprising. I know. You know what it is? I would take say all my I just topic. can't believe it was... Whatever. Um, so would you recommend the show? I would. I would. I would definitely recommend the show. I feel like even if you're... Especially if you're a lady. I feel like it's a very lady show. But even if you're a man... Like, if you're like, oh, my girlfriend wants to watch this show, but whatever, like, whatever. There's, it's definitely for everybody. It's definitely for everybody, so don't, like, steer away from it. It has really great comedy, too. It's very dry. Like, Mike's character is very much, like, old school, like, New York male, you know, very masculine. However, he's an academic, so he carries this level of, like maturity and like understanding about like he's not inside he's not like what society expects him to be mm-hmm. right when you get down to like him talking to her about sex or literature or like really expressing himself throughout the series um then you have her which she's just like rough and tumble yeah you know she's a woman but she's not like dainty no. If anything, Alan is dainty. Yeah, Alan's very, you can tell, is very effective. Like, affected. Yeah. Very sensitive. And yes. Yeah. Um. So, I think the show works on every level. Absolutely. Enjoy it, guys. It's, it's, it's a good time. And you can make it, you can make it through, like, in, like, when you're doing the laundry. It's definitely a good, like, wash the clothes, fold the laundry kind of show. Yep. Like, it's not so deep that you need to, like, focus tremendously on it. It's mm-hmm. not like an episode. It's not like Game of Thrones where you feel like if you're not, like, looking at it every time, you're going to miss something. It's not like that. Yeah. But having and having it on in the background while you're, like, you know, sorting your colors <laughs> is, it, it's kind of nice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and maybe make it feel a couple things, just a little bit. It makes it feel, yeah. it, 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 it also has, like, a good, like, sci-fi-ish element to it. 
Yeah. It's very, has a very nice sci-fi element to it. I think it's because every time she wakes up in that bathroom, which I think is interesting, and I wonder if that was, I mean, I'm sure it has to be on purpose, because both of them, when they wake up, are both in their bathrooms looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But the fact that she wakes up in a bathroom that has that, like, giant gash, which I... The vagina? Yeah, which is, yes, a vagina, and but it's glowing blue. Mm-hmm. So it does sort of almost look like like a like a slice in like time, like yeah. a slice in in like yep. the space time continuum. It's very like mm-hmm. you know, like you've seen it in sci-fi. You've definitely yep. seen that in sci-fi. But it's glowing and it's enormous, and I kind of want it for my bathroom. Right. I want the entire bathroom for my bathroom. I mean, that bathroom is the size of this room. Let's be real. That bathroom is the size of my house. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it was enormous. God, that entire apartment is enormous. Yeah, no, it wasn't really an apartment. I'm pretty sure it was a mansion. No, it was an apartment, though. Yeah, it was an apartment. Which is, like, unrealistic. I don't know where they live. I don't know. Somewhere in Bougie New York. I don't know. It was cool. Um, so, that's... I guess that's, that's that. That's about it. So, we are... So... <laughs> we are playing Hi-ho. with... We've started working on, you know, ways to create content that is interesting for you guys. And Mm -hmm. And for us. And for us as well. And we're leaning in a lot of different directions. I know that we started this podcast to be very, like, jumble ramble, you know, to... Yeah, farting in the wind, just like... Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever Whatever the wind picks up is what we'll discuss, you know. And and while we still enjoy doing that, we know that you guys also like like linear thoughts. So we are deciding yes. whether or not we may want to turn this podcast into a review style kind of Yeah, like still like rambly, still like you get to, yeah. you know, hear us in the background, but we do stay on, on topics, like one topic yeah. most of the time. And in something that we always end up talking about and that you guys always love to hear about Mm -hmm. is when we watch TV shows. Yeah, and movies. And truth be told, we watch a lot of TV shows and and movies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe you guys would want to watch them with us and maybe, you know, we can move in that direction and... And I don't know, maybe our commentary kind of helps mm-hmm. you guys to decide whether to watch a thing or not. And we're happy to test that out for you. Absolutely. It's not like we're, it's not like we have problems sitting on our couch and binging stuff. At all. At all. People know, those of you that know us know we can watch <laughs> a lot of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem, but like for them, not for us. Yeah, at all. No. So if that's some if you agree with that, we'd love to hear your your, mm-hmm. your feedback on it. You yeah. know, we still want to incorporate some things that that are unique to us, things that we're interested in. We're still gonna have mm-hmm. the crime pieces because we're gonna watch stuff on crime too. Yep. Um, we're still going to if there's a good if there's something going on in the news that feels like something we want to comment on, we'll definitely yeah. still do that. We'll still have people to come on and, and discuss mm-hmm. their interests and their passions. But the truth yeah. is that the passion that we share among many things is tv mm-hmm. that's we're, we're a child we're, we're children of the 90s uh-huh and that's what we love so if you're into that let us know we'll we we would love to yeah hear or what you guys want and also like if you have watched a show or a movie and like want us to watch it and talk about it yep definitely let us know we are always 
welcome to suggestions mm-hmm. and um yeah the more we can consume the better for us because that's what we love yeah and we know you do too oh yeah yeah anything else no that's it all right well guys remember to subscribe remember yes. to follow us on our social medias you can follow us at baby lambs podcast on pretty much everything mm-hmm. uh so find us on you can find us on twitter you can find us on we're mostly active on on ig on yeah. insta mm-hmm. so find us there and you can join our facebook group join the conversation add to it uh-huh. you know um, let us know remember that we'll be at Brewfest yes. or Brew Miami on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday we will be watching the Grammys, mm-hmm. so we will be tweeting that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twittering. We will be tweeting. Twittering. We will be tweeting. Uh, T sounds my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. all for this episode. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. So thanks, guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baby Lambs podcast. Artwork was provided by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on all of her social medias. She's on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCast or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play, and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle, Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.